Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. Stop thinking about your business as selling and start thinking about it as empowering your clients. Mindset is everything and our clients pick up on what we're thinking. When I got into this industry, I wanted to make people feel good. I wanted to do something that I loved and I wanted to provide for my family doing it. This was my mindset. It's easy to start off on the right foot and remember all your whys for getting into this industry, but not every day is magic, and some days it will be harder to remember them. There is no shortage of excuses why stylists don't sell products, and trust me, I have heard them all. I think the problem is we're looking at this all wrong. We're not salespeople, right? So why are we looking at this as selling? What we're actually doing is offering solutions. Think about all the times you've heard a guest complaining about their thin hair, their frizzy hair, their dry hair. You come in and save the day with your fancy products at their appointment, and they absolutely love the results. But what about every other day of the week? What about the month? Are they only supposed to love their hair on appointment day? You are their hairstylist. If you're not going to help them, who will? Well, I'll tell you who. Celebrities, the lady at Ulta, the commercial on TV, they are going to get their products from somewhere. So please attempt to make sure it's you. The easiest way to talk to clients about their home care is during a consultation. Find out what their pain points are or how they maintain whatever it is they love about their hair. The best time to talk about these products is when you're using them. Show the client how much to use, when and how to apply it. Assume they're interested. They probably are. After you've given them an amazing experience and hair that they are absolutely in love with, walk them over to the shelf, show them where the products live on the shelf, and ask them what they'd like to get started with. So I do have a few standard questions that I will ask all of my clients and questions that I like to revisit during several appointments. I want to know what they like and dislike about their hair. I want to know what products they're currently using and how they're styling their hair at home. I also like to know if they have any scalp issues. I want to know how often they shampoo and what tools they're using at home to get the job done. But mostly, I want to know what their perfect hair would look like. In a perfect world, how would their hair look? How would it move? And how would it feel? So I can do anything. I hate to toot my own horn here but I am a well-educated stylist with all the tips and tricks. I've got no shortage of tools in my arsenal. And although this guest won't need them all, she will need some. And my job is to ask the questions and find out which ones. It's really important that we track our success, okay? It's easy to get lost if you don't even know what your product sales are. Most salon software has your stats. And at the end of each night, you can look and see if you've hit your target or not. One metric you can look at is RTS, or Retail to Service. The industry standard is around 15%. So that means $15 in product sales for every $100 in services that you perform. Another is PPC, 
or product per client. You should aim for 0.5 products per clients as an average. Some will buy none and others will buy three. So we need to look at this as an average. So what percentage of your clients should even be buying their products from you? Well, 100% of your clients are buying their products from somewhere, but the industry average for clients purchasing their products from the salon ranges from 30 to 50%. So maybe you're one of those stylists that really feels uncomfortable recommending products and you're just kind of scared to ask your client to pay even more after they spent all this money on their color service. Well, some stylists do have a really hard time getting comfortable recommending products to their guests. And one of the reasons is because your head is in their pocketbook not where it belongs. We get caught up in what we think they can afford and it limits our potential and the overall satisfaction of our guests. What they can afford is none of our business. Our responsibility doesn't lie in the purchase. It lies in the recommendation. We get so afraid the answer is going to be no that we just stop asking. It's okay to be nervous. Do it nervous. Ask the questions and make the recommendations and then detach yourself from the answer. You did your part. You were the professional. So not every client you serve is going to be confident in their hairstyling abilities. This is where we get to really shine as daymakers. Showing them what styling products to use and how to hold the curling iron will exceed their expectations. And I promise you, they're not going to forget it. Leaving your guests to their own devices on product selection has them pacing the aisle at Walgreens, grabbing something totally wrong for their hair. Their color fades in a week, and they're blaming you. All of this can be avoided when you start looking at this as part of your job, because it is. I like to feel like I have the ability to empower clients and educate my future clients before they even get to the salon, before they even sit in the chair. And social media is a great way to let your brand love, your brand loyalty shine. A quick tutorial or before and after using your favorite products will build trust and credibility before they even walk through the doors. Keep samples in your purse and hand them out on girls' night. Ask them to tell you what they think. Getting another person's perspective on products might be valuable information that you can pass on to others. People are attracted to confidence and clients are the same way. When they see someone sure of themselves, it makes them feel more sure of them as well. As consumers, we're just drawn to that. Plus, a stylist that isn't promoting themselves is a stylist that no one's ever heard of. It does not pay to be a wallflower in this industry. So if you're a stylist that's out and about on town and you're out at a restaurant or you're standing in line and someone says, I like your hair, please don't just say thank you. When the lady at TJ Maxx compliments your hair, please just don't say thank you. Introduce yourself, give her a business card, be bold, and tell her why you can make her hair look just as good. A well-cared-for client, one that enjoys their time at the salon and knows what to do at home, is twice as likely to return to that stylist and far more likely to tell their friends and family about you too. I'm going to use my client Lisa as an example. The salon I was working at was running a promotion on a local radio station and Lisa called and booked. I had been out of school about a month and she was one of my first clients. Y'all, we hit it off and I hit the jackpot. Lisa not only comes to me 20 years later, but she went back to work that day and told everyone at the pharmacy about me and sent me seven, yes, seven referrals over the next few months. Not to mention her mom, her son, her daughter, and her best friend. 
So consistency matters in everything, right? So how do we consistently continue to provide empowerment and education to our regular clients, the ones that are in the salon all the time? Well, you can start by staying educated yourself. Y'all know I am an education enthusiast, and that's because it matters that much. Creating longevity with your clients comes a lot more easily when you keep it interesting. They are counting on you to bring the magic to the chair. So stay on your shit. Go to the hair show. Take the class. Keep it interesting. You also have to keep the enthusiasm up. Please be excited to see them and tell them all the stuff you learned and all the new products that are out. Most of all, stay consistent. Be someone they can count on. We have to keep our mindset focused on how we can serve our clients instead of what we can sell them. Focus on them as a person. Stay tuned into their needs and show up for them every single time. At the end of the day, we are in the service industry. When you focus on serving your guests the best way you can, the success, the money, it's sure to follow. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.